So um, I'm here this afternoon with the contestants from the first ever Bleep fitness test. Um, I've never actually said what Bleep stands for, but lots of people have come up with different things. I still don't actually know what it stands for because I didn't put a word in there. So <laughs> that you can leave that to your imagination. So I'm here with um, my long-suffering um, husband, Jake, my long-suffering coach, MJ, um, Alice and um, Charlotte, who don't suffer because they get to be my friends, and that's such a delight. <laughs> <laughs> so we've come to the end of like the first ever episode, and um, I firstly want to say thank you to you guys because obviously it was a test of the model if it would work, and people put in some pretty crazy suggestions um, of what you guys should be doing, and you all took it and you ran with it, and it was just amazing <laughs> to see. I mean, my the experience of the first one with MJ was probably one of my favourite. Um, memories of this last year because like we haven't got to see each other very much but thankfully that task was when we could see each other and we'd gone out for a long sort of walk run hadn't we and you yeah. did the alcohol and finally drank the um sauna juice <laughs> that i bought you previously i mean that wasn't for camera when i literally thought i was going to throw up and I just love that on our way back to the gym there was a skip and you just threw it in yeah. and looked at me and went I'm so sorry and I was just like I don't, don't mind. Yeah. I mean it had been sitting in the cupboard for when did you go to Finland? A year was it? ago. Yeah a year ago so I'm, I'm not sure what its shelf life is like I don't think that probably affected it I think it actually does just taste that bad. Yeah but I think you're sure. right but yeah I mean how have you all found doing the different challenges? Good very interesting. Quiet. I, I mean, it, it, Jake got quite into it with um, the hats. Yeah. <laughs> I need the laugh, yeah. I should have worn one today, really. You should have. Oh, you? you should have. <laughs> Go oh and find God. one. Um, <laughs> and um, obviously, Charlotte, there was a lot of controversy throughout because you're obviously much more popular on social media than <laughs> the others. So if we, went, if we went on social media votes alone, you'd won. Yeah. 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 But I, I get the last say. 
so my, my case, that argument for the first challenge was my drink was an open drink, and even though I attached it with a clip, it was still very balanced. <laughs> it wasn't secure, so... And it's cre- it is creative, like... It was very I mean, creative. I mean, I... When I see, I don't, I just see, I saw that I needed to just drink and I just, I didn't, I didn't get creative with it. So I actually respect that you've kind of thought about it and, and done it that way. So, and everyone else was yeah, cheating as well. And I was, I really didn't want to cheat. Yeah. Because I wanted, but then there, it was just impossible to <laughs> drink on your head. Yeah. That, was what, at the same time. that was what made me laugh so much was that everybody got it up in arms, even though they'd all cheated anyway. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. I think Jake just did it for dramatic effect. Remind, wow. me, remind me what Jake's fun was again. He stuck an unopened can of beer under a swimming hat. Oh my god! Yeah, of course it yeah, was. That image will <laughs> never leave me. Yeah, no. Well, I think the the image that won't leave me is is the Jake Jake's makeup. But that actually ended up in. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise how hard it was, and it actually ended up inspiring my look. I ended up looking quite similar to. Jake, I so. I thought you looked worse. Yeah. I have to say. <laughs> I, I actually I don't disagree. Yeah, mate. <laughs> I loved that Alice had like, didn't you like tie a cup into your ponytail for the first one? I mean, that was quite inspired. Yeah, that is. That's, that's Instantly, I had to find like the right size thing to go on my head to get a hairband around it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd got it. I thought I'd sussed it. And then I was like, none of my hairbands are big enough for the bottle I was trying to do. But um, And yeah. also you discovered that lipstick is not really your thing. <laughs> lipstick is not my thing. <laughs> It's not mine and Jake's thing either, to be honest. <laughs> I thought I looked good. Yeah, I thought you looked really good. <laughs> I thought you did, but you were very keen to point out, no, this is awful. Look, it, was, yeah. it, it was the end. It was the, uh, what was it? The L'Oreal, because you're worth it. Oh, yeah, because oh, you're worth it, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, was, that was it. That was well, the, the, thing, the, ma- the main thing I learned from the, the, the bleep challenge was actually that a palette isn't just kind of what is in your, your mat, like your, the, your food taste is actually a girl's products of, yeah like it's what makeup is on i don't really know but and you also learn that eyeshadow doesn't go on your cheeks because yes. that was a high well that was panic because i mean i feel like under if i didn't give myself the time constraint i would know that that's not where it goes <laughs> i have a question for you on that right. it seemed like at the end you thought you had like 30 seconds left to go and then soph was like no you've only got so many seconds and you were like <gasps> do yeah. you now understand uh, yes, when you're coaching clients point. what it feels like when we're on that assault bike and you're going oh there's only 20 seconds left and we're yeah. like this yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also that does give me kind of a bit more appreciation for when we're trying to go out for dinner or anything and go and someone is, someone so is taking <laughs> images when me or women when women when women typically from my experience take a long time to get ready i know i understand why because actually it does take a long time to apply what's going on and that's what and and clothing and yeah so i kind of get that a bit more now i know how hard it is for us mj yeah the struggle is real i mean for me i mean for me and jake you just jump in the shower jobs good and but i think jake now understands too because we had to cut his video down so much because it was so long he was getting quite into it clearly he did very much very much very worrying (laughs) very worrying (laughs) <laughs> and obviously we had the horror of Bear deciding it was his show and not Jake's, um, which was not good in the background. <laughs> the, and the uh, 
we haven't even discussed the the middle one was actually like hard. That Sally Up challenge was hard. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was. I was very proud of all of you for that. Yeah, apart there was from some Jake, good actually. Oh, hang on, scrap that. I was proud of all of you apart from Jake. You actually <laughs> hang, on, hang on, I did a press up. I did a press up. on the floor. Yeah, no, it was it was still a press up. <laughs> it was so much a press up. No. Well, no. What it's it's when you put your hands down. It's a press up. What's it called, MJ? Family. You know. Family's oh, there you up. go. It's a press. Is that a press up? <laughs> yes. So I probably should have won that. Realistically, yeah, but, I mean the duration that you're lying on the floor typically yeah. is like a, a did I did I follow exactly. the rules? And the the answer is yes. I went up and down at the right times, and I had a hell of a lot of crackers. So yeah. you did. Yeah, I did feel quite sick after mine as well. Yeah, yours was interesting because you a lot of nuts and yeah. nuts and raisins off the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were eating chocolate. Yeah, well, I was just trying to find because I think I remember Bond saying. You needed crackers or something. And I didn't have that. So I was literally just scurrying around the house trying to find well, yeah, what I could have. Because we were in lockdown. I said, do not go out to buy stuff, especially for this. Just use something you've got yeah, to have. Yeah, so I, 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 had just, what, I had a fruit what, and nut mix. And yeah, it was, you did. That, yeah. What did you have? You had, did you have crackers, I had Alice? crackers, yeah. yeah. I only managed like two and a half, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but you were solid on the old push-ups, though. Good yeah, form. and at least I did own up and say these are not going to be full because I yeah. can't even do one. So at least you know I was honest about it and transparent. But that's, yeah. but that's a good example. Still a push up. Sorry, still a push up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good because not everybody like MJ, you as a coach will know this. It's not easy to do a, a push up, no. particularly for that amount of time. No so way. like it's good for people to know that there are alternatives and you can regress a move in order to do it. And that's such a good what like absolutely. a hand release. <laughs> they're, they're really useful. You that's technically hard. That's technically harder, Jane. <laughs> well, there you go. I should have done definitely one then. Yeah, but no, I mean, you and look that... like you're having a jolly, like. <laughs> <laughs> Too much time on his hands. Yeah. Far too much time on his Clearly. hands. Clearly. But no, it's, um, that challenge is a good, because like you say, if you, you know you've got 20 seconds into the song, it's a great indication of like trying to try it again and see if you can get further and without the snacks. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to keep eating in between. And it <laughs> yeah, probably would be a different ball game. For that one, Zeus, he'll join us shortly, but he actually found a shorter version of the song that was only like 30 seconds long. Oh my it was God. 50 seconds. So he thought he'd done the whole challenge Terrible. and actually he'd only done a short version of it. So to be fair, you did put the link into the song, into the WhatsApp. I did, yeah. didn't I? I did yeah. put the, link the right song. But yeah, like you could use that as a way of measuring how good you've got at doing press-ups for sure. Yeah. Like measure how far you've got in. I only managed to do like six press-ups, I think, but I didn't want to... I thought your, your press-ups were... They were, they, were they were spot on, yeah. Yeah, they were. You should be proud um, of them. I have, I have uh, well, I say I've nailed the press-up. After having COVID, I literally am dead. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, um, that's, it's just practice. And then yeah. once again, yeah. it's, it's just, yeah, but, oh, it's hard. It's, it was the hovering at the bottom. That was the yeah, yeah. It's oh, yeah. God. yeah. I mean, I made you all do it. There's no way I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never saw you. That's do... your challenge. Yeah, this is very good. That is a very good. Maybe point. what we should agree is at the end of the Bleak Fitness Test episode, you can all set me for That's, a challenge yes. each that I will yeah. then go away and do and record and put out. So yeah. 
I will challenge you each to send me a message with a challenge that I need to do and then I will record that and put that over to the general <laughs> public. <laughs> I realise now I picked the wrong contestants. That's yeah. dangerous, yeah. <laughs> that, that is very dangerous, yeah. But yeah, that would be a good one. So obviously we're wrapping up and we've had this, it was a really good first episode. The next five contestants are ready um, and waiting to go, which will be good fun. Now you get to set some tasks I was going to say, them. do we get to set some? Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can go on my stories and set them some tasks right um and you know what it's like to kind of try payback yeah so i'm sure you guys will have ideas because <laughs> there are a few people in there who definitely set some of the things you did first time around karma is a wonderful thing mm. <laughs> <Isn't it just? laughs> so that will be fab but i thought to wrap up each episode of the bleep fitness test we would just talk a little bit with each of you about you know your journeys with fitness um so i'm gonna ask um mj i'm gonna ask you a question first um I'm aware that you're a busy lad, so I'm putting you first. Um, I'm not mm -hmm. prioritising him because he's my coach and he might make me do terrible exercises, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll just make you do that anyway. So. I was going to say, I just, that just doesn't work in this Yeah, way. He will still make me do the bad stuff anyway. So um, my first question to everyone is going to be, you know, what has your journey with health and fitness been? Have you always been someone who that's been a priority or have you learned stuff over the years? Uh, yeah, so I guess try and make this as quick as possible that um it's always been ingrained in me in terms of staying active just because my my granddad and my dad were both very active and both are still well one's 95 with dementia but have been active yes. um but and so that was I always saw that and me and my bro I have an older brother and we were always kind of playing football and sports growing up so it has been a part of my life but and it but that's obviously gone through different stages in terms of it was all kind of sporting based um in school and university with football and rugby and swimming and that kind of thing and then as you I kind of found the gym and the weights room like any well like most some boys do in terms of wanting to bulk up in school and put on a bit more muscle and that kind of thing so um initially I was probably one of those people who walked into the gym I would and just kind of was doing bicep curls and crunch terrible crunches and that kind of thing but you you're, you slowly develop a, a knowledge and all I knew was that the feeling that I got after the gym regardless of whether I was doing something right or wrong I still felt pretty good and got that sense of accomplishment so it developed from there really um and then I went to, I wanted to be a journalist initially. So I went to journalism school, but on the side, I was always interested in keeping fit still. So you put those two together and you do um, get Men's Health magazine, essentially. So that was my first job out of uni. So I landed on my feet as fitness editor there. And slowly the writing for the subject was my passion for actually helping people on the ground kind of out. I was I, I was leaning towards that instead because I actually wanted to see some real change in people's lives as opposed to writing about it and kind of hearing it through a screen. Um, so that's why I took the plunge. I left a job, which is kind of a dream job, to just go and come down a, a couple of levels and actually help people and see that. And uh, it was it was been an amazing decision. Um, I kept in touch with a, a friend back home who, who took a chance on me um, at Airborne. Um, and now I haven't really looked back since in terms of um, helping people. So that's been my journey in terms of my actual fitness. Now it's 
it's not bicep curls and crunches anymore. It's, it's a bit more well-rounded. I basically, it's uh, trained for anything, ready for anything. If someone says, can we go and do this? I need to, I want to be able to turn my hand to going, to going for being able to do a half marathon or going for a swim, but also being able to do a heavy deadlift in the gym. Can I do, a, can I be an average Joe at all of those disciplines essentially? Yeah. We've got Zeus has now just about joined us. Afternoon, Zeus. Um, we've had a good laugh and said, if it was based on votes on social media, Charlotte would have won. But obviously, she's so popular on social media that it wouldn't have been fair on everyone else. Um, who did win? Who did win? Yeah. I think Charlotte probably did win, didn't she? Because she got the votes. So I, mean... <laughs> I mean, on votes alone, Charlotte would have won. It would have been close between Charlotte and MJ. Um, Alice and Zeus in the middle, and then people really hated Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Did not, who won the last one then? Um, oh, you were quite close on the last one. I think Jake and MJ, you were both closer <laughs> on the last one. But Charlotte's choice to do hers on the day she did using the I am stuff at the end meant she did push ahead a little bit. Yeah, that was good. Because obviously that was the, great count of the time. So well played. However, to me, you are all winners. Um, you know. like I said I'm happy to be second because it goes first the worst second the best <laughs> <laughs> so happy, Zeus is the I'm one with the hairy that. chest yeah I was going to say <laughs> Zeus is definitely third <laughs> um, you will all get a little something for being brave enough to be the first lot as well because you know I do massively appreciate you all going alright then we'll do some daft thing you want us to do is it an octopus that turns inside <laughs> out with different colours <laughs> Because I've got one. I've got one now, so I don't need to. Know. I was the one that made so Bond didn't realise, and I I was like, oh, MJ's got one of them, and it was when when um you put it on Instagram. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, I sent it to him. So just to clarify for listeners, um, in last, context, sorry. Last weekend <laughs> there was something which will forever be known as Octopus Gate. Um, <laughs> last weekend I decided not to be on social media so much as I needed a little bit of a break. However, that was the worst weekend to make that decision. I am known. I have had um, people send me messages saying, did you send me something in the post? Because I've got this weird package and I assume it must be from you. I have a habit of sending people gifts and I usually I have forgotten to put a message in. On this occasion, I hadn't. I'd actually written a whole thing about why I'd sent this package to, M well, to MJ's um, other half, Sophie. However, Amazon didn't put the message in. And unbeknown to me, poor Sophie and MJ spent the whole weekend wondering <laughs> where on earth this reversible octopus plush had come from. We um, asked it was, everyone. It was only on the Monday afternoon when I was speaking to Charlotte and she said, did you see on MJ's stories over the weekend about octopus gate? And I went, octopus gate? And she went, yeah, someone sent them a reversible octopus. And they don't know who it was. And I just went, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so um yeah it caused you a bit of stress there didn't I yes yeah it will not be a reversible octopus because you've got one of those already <laughs> we'll make sure that each and every one of you has a suitable trophy um Zeus one question before we go any further have you got the um foundation on that we sent to you because you know, <laughs> it was clear from your video um that that was something you were gonna maybe incorporate into day-to-day -day life Oh, I did consider it for a little bit, but then <laughs> I, mean, um, I kind of up my water and um, increased my protein. It seemed to have done like a similar sort of trick. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so MJ, you've talked there about your health and fitness journey. 
um, and sort of the inspiration from your grandfather and your father as well. Have there been times that you've struggled at all with your fitness or are you one of those annoying people that is just fit? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if str struggled probably. I haven't struggled as such. Um, I guess I've gone through periods where like motivation has weaned and stuff like that. Um, in terms of struggling with it, I would say... I've gone through periods where I've had to really take a step back and look at it. Um, when I just briefly mentioned there about when I was at men's health, one of the, I'm sure you'll probably come on to it um, in terms of great moments in our fitness journeys or whatever. But one of them was certainly probably the best one would have been being on the cover of the magazine. Um, but with that, as you probably hear in the media a lot, is there's a lot of, when, you, when your boss of the editor of the magazine calls you and says, right, we want you on the cover, you've got 10 weeks to do it, there's that expectation level, isn't there? And, and you've seen what previous people look like and um, that can cause quite um, unhealthy relationships with your training and your eating. Um, and I would say that, yeah, I got down to a, a really low body fat percentage, but actually only when you get that low, then you realize how low you can get as a person. Um, but I guess I, I, I've been to that extreme now, so I know what to help people steer clear of. But yeah, I would say I struggled down there in those lower body fat yeah. percentages in terms of uh, motivation for training, uh, having energy for it, um, wanting to do it. Um, and my, my uh, goals are all in the wrong place, I guess, in that sense. So that would that would that would have been a struggle. And definitely there's been when I think about struggles, I mean, when you're in the depths of a, a horrifying workout, that is a real struggle. The assault bike, the ski, uh, any of burpees till you pass out, any of those, that's a, that's a real struggle. Yeah. I'm glad you feel that as well, MJ. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's reassuring because you've got me and Alice sat here. Who went through the mother of all workouts. <laughs> fitness really Fridays. I remember Fitness Fridays Never in the again. summer last year. And we were, li we were literally, I remember there were things were oh, said we like, I die. yeah, I think I might die. I don't know whether to cry, throw up or pass out was another one I believe was said. Um, it was, you know, it was quite terrible. I love it. Yeah, you do. It's weird, isn't it? You love them. Up. You kind of love them looking back on them that evening at, but at the time you're just yeah. heart in the mouth and yeah um so highlights you mentioned cover of men's mm. health which um, that, yeah that... that pops up on social media my <laughs> messages from women who need to get out a bit more so what's been the highlight of your health that, that would that would definitely be up there um i would say um a highlight for me would be when i kind of more recently um doing um harder kind of extreme long distance challenges which i've quite enjoyed i want to do more of those in terms of triathlon triathlons and iron mans yeah and that kind of thing recently uh, myself and 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 luke my colleague at airborne we we did a, a weighted a 60 kilogram weighted walk for um 16 hours um to raise money for men's mental health that was an amazing little fitness feat um i've swam um for i swam uh 15 kilometers uh, over 24 hours which was a horrifying amount of length of an olympic pool i'm sure some of your listeners will be able to work that out but it, it's it's disgusting so i've done lots of different bits like that um and 
they I would say they were probably my achievements. So hopefully, hopefully a few more to come. Um, seeing seeing our airborne fit community at, at throwdowns and throwing themselves into workouts that that's a real highlight for me as well. I quite like seeing a, a client or whoever take themselves out of their comfort zone and and uh, get amongst it. That's that's good for sure. So anything coming up for you? Any challenges you've got planned in this year ahead? Uh, the year is difficult, isn't it? This year, yeah. Um, there will be definitely towards the end of the year. Uh, I want to do an, an Ironman. That's definitely on my on my list. And um, another longer. I want to do another. I, I really enjoyed raising money for charity for Luke. So we want to do another one of those for male mental health. Something we're both really passionate about. Um, and recently I've, I've kind of loaned the, the rowing machine from uh, the gym while we've been in lockdown and I've done some quite uncomfortable distances on that. And that makes me think that maybe a marathon row would be quite interesting or a 24 hour row or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, next few years. I, I definitely want to throw myself on the comfort zone a little bit with that. So stay, we'll see. We'll see. Do you think the pandemic has meant people have got a bit more creative with challenges they're giving mm. themselves because we don't just have access to all the stuff. So we're having to think a bit differently. Yeah. And, the, and we're also getting more thinking time, aren't we? So people are saying, right, when we do come out of this and they've already got a list of stuff they want to do, then they're hopefully using the, the time at home spent to not maybe not progress their training, but at least maintain it ready for those challenges. So I think when we see those events come up, there's going to be a real appetite uh, for those, which is, which is exciting. So aside from fitness and all the rest, who is MJ? Uh, I would like to say first, he's probably one of the most patient people on the planet because he hasn't trained me. (laughs) I I'm a probably God, that's such a big question. I I like to think I'm hopefully a um a very positive influence uh, in, in people's lives in terms of um I don't really look at the negatives. I'm very kind of um, positive in my outlook on life and glass half full um hopefully bring a, a good amount of energy um to a room or that kind of thing but uh i i'm very um this year i started kind of doing more uh perspective stuff and uh look uh, more gratitude journaling and that kind of thing so i'm probably a bit more um sensitive i guess in that sense than people would think um if they just kind of saw me um, in the gym. So I would, yeah, I would like to think that um, I'm quite happy with how I am. I don't really know. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I look, look, looking after my mental health is probably um, a, a big priority at the moment for me and, and it will continue to be. So I've seen the impact it has on other people's lives and uh, close to me. And um, that's going to be a real uh, mission for me going forwards and um, looking after my close ones in that respect as well. So I would say I am only as, only as strong as uh, my mind is, I guess, in that yeah, sense. That's really important. And last question, um, will you be wearing makeup very often after your um, experience? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I will not be applying any. And yeah, I will not be doing that. I mean, maybe uh, you, I, I often hear that male presenters wear a bit for TV, don't they? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't see myself wearing any anytime soon. Maybe 
um, a little please, bit of. Let me drag you up at some point. Drag, yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> drag I think we great... should. I think when we can all get together, yes. the six of us, after all of this, I think we should let Charlotte drag up Jake. Zeus and MJ. Just that, no, that's a great point. The I, uh, public can see what they look like with be well done makeup. Yeah, I've seen. I, I, I have Zeus to say, I, really up for that. I, yeah, I have her seen. I've seen these episodes because Soph loves it. So I understand exactly what you're on about with that. And uh, I've seen an episode where they get quite kind of um, masculine men to do to get done up in drag. So it's actually quite funny. So I, I think that would be that would be a good laugh. Um, I, I, I won't be wearing any on my wedding day, that's for sure. No, I was going to say, let's, 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 <laughs> I don't think anyone would let you do that. On no, no. no. no not, when you've got pictures hanging around for the rest of your life, that won't be happening. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, who shall I do next? Oh, I don't know, quite random. Who well, Charlotte to... said sec second the worst, didn't she? She did so. say. Second so the best, sorry. Second the best, not let's second Let's go in worst. that order then. So we'll go Charlotte next, then okay. Zeus, then Alice and Jake can be last because uh, nobody liked that beer can under your swimming hat on the first one and nobody liked you laying down doing your press-ups either. <laughs> Although he they has tried to claim, he has tried to claim, Zeus, that they were proper hand-release press-ups. Hand-release press-ups. Indeed. Wow. I shall bear that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> For the and next time someone makes you do it. Yeah, so, I've done a whole hour of hand-release press-ups. Have you? <laughs> I play on the floor eating crackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could make myself sound really fit, couldn't I? Yeah. Charlotte, we've known each other quite a long time, haven't we? Um, you're, I think, second longest in this group that I've known somebody apart from Jake. Um, and I know you've had quite the journey. So would you like to tell us a bit about your journey with health and fitness? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to have to, like, really shorten it down. But um, so basically, I've been, fitness has been my part of my life pretty much forever since I could possibly walk, I would say. And um, so I... Um, from a dance background so I literally from the age of I think two I went to dance class as every little girl would do um, ballet and all of that and then obviously as I got older things became a bit more serious and it was more like yeah okay this is this is the route I want to go down I want to be a performer I want to dance I want to dance was literally I ate breathed slept it everything um yeah um so I basically I was the kind of kid at school that I had puppy fat and um even obviously with my dancing I was fit I was really fit and everything but puppy fat was a a big thing and from being in the dance like be, even being at my dance school it was all focused on weight so my dance teacher wasn't like you're fat it would be just be like oh I can see your breakfast today or oh suck your tummy in or right you need to do this and you need to do that and it's all I guess all of that affects as you get older and all of that so um I went to dance college when I was 18 18 that was my life my mum tried everything she possibly could to stop me, to be like, you don't have to do this, I'm not forcing you, you like, 
if you don't want to do it, it's okay. And I was adamant, no, this is what I'm doing. I want to get here. I want to do this. And yeah. Um, by that point, I was probably already an emotional wreck. Um, and it, yeah, it just, it affected my mental health quite a lot. So um, it kind of turned into like eating disorders and um, a very unhealthy relationship with um, fitness and, and my dancing. Um, so I struggled quite a lot. And then I got to my third year, I only had two more terms to, um, till I graduated. And then I decided this wasn't for me. I was pretty much, I was pretty broken. I mean, that was kind of when I knew you'd gone, wasn't it? So yeah. I was, almost, it was almost like I was a shell. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, so then obviously when I left, because I danced all my life, 24 hours a day, I was active. I then started to pile on the pounds. Now piling on the pounds was my big, was a massive thing to me because being a size six in my head was normal. Um, so when I became a size 10, that was like, I felt like I was obese. Like it was, it was really, and almost like body and body dysmorphia came in and it all just kind of, yeah. But now I'm, I've been at Airborne for two and a half years now. Um, and honestly, stepping into that gym was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. really and now I've got a healthy relationship with it all I I mean as much as I dread going to classes and, <laughs> and PT um it, I yeah it's it's amazing it's an amazing community and everyone supports us and yeah it's really good and, and you're really good at encouraging other people to see the good in themselves as well yeah, I mean I that, any, yeah. any photographs of me on social media in this last year were you behind the camera making me <laughs> understand that you know how to be confident and you're so good at just bringing out the best in people and just you know from your experience you know I'm, I'm, I'm a lot better at, yeah I'm a lot better at making other people feel good about themselves than I am my, and myself but like like MJ said like this year I've just I've really focused on my mental health and it's and now I can I can honestly be like I'm happy with who I am it doesn't matter what what size I am I like everybody has wobbly bits everybody has stretch marks like it's normal and I finally I mean it's taken me a good a good 10 years if not more finally I've I've accepted it and if I can help anyone uh, on this journey like I, I will because I've been there I've known what it's like like I've had struggles of I mean I was so stressed like two years ago I I basically tried to like starve myself again but because I was so stressed I was starving myself and I weren't losing the weight because I was just, my body was just in starvation mode holding on to it all and it just so then I was getting more stressed I was putting on more weight and it just it's not healthy it's not the but it, it should I think it's definitely mental health wise that's it's so important to get the right mindset. You've come so far over the last year in like your confidence yeah. in yourself. It's one of the things I like to say to people. It's not necessarily 
that you know how whenever you think about diet and fitness and stuff people think of an end goal and you think you'll be happy at that end I would say this last year like I discovered in my first year with MJ that happiness comes way before the end it actually comes while it's happening and that's huge and just watching you this last year and how you went from being so scared about what this year was what last year was going to be so like down on yourself for what it was to this person who can just light up a room and you know even when things are really shit can still go but it's going to be okay and just that's massive yeah. change. I try and like like it's basically I mean what MJ said basically I can just agree with everything he said like it's looking at the positives and even if like yeah okay we're in a lockdown but it could be worse we could be in a war we could be like yeah at the end of the day it's yeah it could always be worse I would say MJ is the glass is full because he'd tell you it's half full of water and half full of air like that. I like that's that. how I view him if ever I was feeling really shit it's him you have to talk to because if MJ says something's bad you know things are bad because <laughs> nine times out of ten you'll talk to him and I've had some pretty crappy moments over the last year and, and he is you know that, that you can't deny he is one of the people that I'm closest to like we have a very close bond initially as coach and, and person being coached by him but also a friendship has developed over the last couple of years and like I know if I talk to him, even if I feel like it's the end of the world at that moment, he won't say stuff that's insincere, but he will have something to say that will make me go, oh, yeah, it's not really. Or if he hasn't got anything to say to make it better, he will just say, you're not yourself today, are you? It's all right. It's going to be, you know, you'll get back there. And just that reminder. So he's not one of those annoyingly positive people that doesn't accept that there is negative in the world, but he just has this way of being a little happiness bear. But it's like, um, sorry to dump in, but it's like, it's actually bomb what you taught me in the sense that um, there's, a, it was what you taught me in the sense that it's, it's optimism, not um, just like positivity for the sake of positivity. Yeah. Do you remember you've said that, haven't you, before yeah. where it's like, hey, let's be optimistic, but let's, let's yeah. also acknowledge when we are feeling a bit down and whatever. Yeah. And, but we know that it's only 24 hours. And there's a new, it's a new day tomorrow and it could be a lot better then. So yes. um, it's optimism. I think you, you did definitely teach me that. I um, I heard a quote and it was a couple of weeks ago. It's um, from a poet and he, he was being interviewed on one of the, on the telly or something. And he said, I'd rather be an optimist proven wrong than a pessimist proven right. And I, that really stuck with me. And I thought, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good and everything, and then if you get proven wrong, get proven wrong. But nine times out of ten, you don't. So yeah. So you've talked there, Charlotte, in the first, but you probably talked quite a bit about what you've struggled with over the years as well. There, so answer the first two questions. (laughs) Um, What has been your biggest highlight? Um. So I was just thinking about that when you asked MJ that. Um. I would say so. As much as it was all like it sounds like it was all doom and gloom. My one of my I I got into arts college and I got I got half a scholarship and that was a big achievement for me because I mean at the end I didn't even think I was I I only auditioned for one college because I didn't think I was good enough so already I'd already told myself I wasn't good enough so that as much as that was a I would say that was more of a lesson and I don't regret it and for years I was like I regret it I regret it I regret it but actually that's probably one of my highlights because that's made me the person I am today but also but I would say 
personally, uh, it was doing a three peak challenge last year. That was one of my highlights. That was just yeah. amazing. Um, I was adamant. I've done two peak challenges with Airborne now. And the first one, Luke dragged me around and pulled me up the hill whilst I was crying most of the time um, because I was just having a meltdown the whole time. So to do the peak challenge last year, um, and um, I mean, Luke said to me, I was probably one of the strongest people on the team to do it with the strong Airborneers as well, like Maria, the Wallingtons, like all of that, like, that that was a really big achievement for me and yeah awesome. that was yeah. amazing so what's next for you this coming year um <laughs> i'm gonna keep just keep doing what i'm doing um i want to start i want to get back into pt because i haven't been able to recently um and i want to um i want to get stronger and yeah I want to get stronger and I want to push myself um out of my comfort zone but more like I almost yeah I just want to yeah I don't really know but keep going and see where it takes me really yeah yeah, but, yeah. for sure and obviously you did an amazing um I am post for us which had a lot of response because a lot of people resonated with what you'd been through with eating disorders and that whole thing who is Charlotte <laughs> <laughs> um, um i like i would just say i would say i'm oh it's really hard i don't like it's a horrible question isn't it yeah um now you know how we all feel when you give us a compliment we don't like it and you tell us we have to say thank you yes you have to say thank you, <laughs> you, do, you do um <laughs> i oh, oh I don't want to, I'm not a copycat, I really don't, but I, basically everything that MJ said resonated with me, really. I'm as strong as my mind is, definitely. Um, but also I, I am, I'm, I'm strong and I've pulled through a lot of shit, so, Yeah. I like to use a phrase, people refer to like my journey and stuff and they say, oh, you're a survivor. And my friend Jenny actually said something that I've said ever since and I would apply it to you as well. And because I've never liked the phrase survivor because it still focuses on the fact that there was some trauma that occurred. So she said, you're not a survivor, you're a thriver. And I yeah. would say the same for you, like the stuff that you've been through, you've come out the other side and even with um, the lockdowns and how that's impacted what you do for a living, you've still been looking at how you're going to come out of it stronger. And I think the next year is going to be really exciting. Yeah. Hopefully you can come in with me and MJ and lift some tin to get stronger. That would be a good session. That would be cool. <laughs> I know, I know um, Maria says she's going to take me to a bad boy gym and do some <laughs> proper like hardcore like <laughs> I just I'm curious I'm really I'm I, I was always especially when I was like struggling um I would always look at unhealthy bikini models and all of that and want to look like that and be like oh yeah I want to badge I don't want to do that I want to I, I almost want to just like see how much I can push my body and because I know I'm strong I'm I'm strong I'm 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 muscly I can I'm strong but 
I don't know, see what... We'll, have to, we'll all have to take a field trip to uh, Black Country Barbell. <laughs> <laughs> see, everybody's nodding in agreement. <laughs> I might uh, compete with you, Bon, on the strong woman. No, I'm joking. You should come in, do a novice strong woman. You'd love it. Alice should do one as well this year. Um, we we'll have our own, our own garden competition. Well, I was going to say, back, so last year when Body Power couldn't go ahead because of lockdown, we came up with Back Garden Bon Power. And obviously this year, that's still too early for it to happen. But I believe by that point, we will all be allowed in the back garden. So we will recreate back garden bomb power. But this year, there could be more than one contestant. Yeah. That would be awesome. I'd love to see that. Be absolutely great. <laughs> Excellent. Zeus, you were third. Mm -hmm. Was it third the one with the hairy chest? I can't remember. I'm so old. I've forgotten what <laughs> I used to do. Um, yeah, I think it might be. Although mine's not that hairy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> MJ, thank you so much for giving us some of your time. I'll catch up with you later. Thank you. Bye. So, um, yes, so Zeus, you're up next. So the first question I've been asking everybody is, well, we did say before, um, which one of the challenges did you enjoy the most? Ooh, probably the crackers because it involved eating. Although you got quite creative with the drink on the head with the cling film around the face and... <laughs> That, that one took a lot of your brain power thinking about what you were going to put in that glass. How you yeah, I don't have a lot head. of brain power to like use up the beaks up there, so I was exhausted after thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, what has been your journey with health and fitness? Now, we we met each other um, a couple of years ago through another fitness program, mm. um, and obviously, I know that you've had a journey with like. Um, you know, getting control of your weight, but also your fitness as well. What has your journey been? Oh, my journey was started off very, very early. Um, I was in and out of gyms all the time, but until you actually know what you're doing in them, you're just moving around in them. Um, had a little bit of um, experience with Olympic weightlifting when I was 18. Um, so that was quite good. But then after that, I kind of lost my way and just carried on doing whatever was around and just put lots of weight on and get going up and up and up in weight. And then eventually, I think it must have been probably three years ago, four years ago, four years ago, I kind of like got sick and tired of getting like 36 waist trousers and stuff and like having to wear big baggy clothes. I was like, I want to wear that T-shirt. I want to wear those jeans. I want to look like... I want to look comfortable in the clothes I wear. And because you can wear, I think you can wear any clothes you want, but I think looking comfortable in what you wear, I think that kind of was important to me. So I started, I jumped on this fitness group, started understanding the principles of energy balance and calories and it came down and it came down and it came down. And then, yeah, I'm where I am kind of today, sort of yeah. in a sort of, better place and have you have you struggled at all over time have there been moments where you've had a tough time um my struggles generally probably i mean i thought i had struggles up until 2016 but when 2016 came and the cancer turned up then then it was like this is struggles now this is massive struggles and um it's the daily battle uh, for me because like every day you kind of have to think do i give up today do i give up today do and it's every day it's like it's not it's relentless the 
the mental battle I have to have with myself pretty much every day. And it's okay when things are okay. It's not too bad. But when things snowball, you know, when everyone has everyone has those bad days. Everything is going wrong all the time. You're like, oh my god, like the fridge is broken, or the washing machine's broken. There's water everywhere, or smashed my car up, and it just snowballs. Days like that is when it can really get to me, um, so to speak. But those are the main battles. I think with food and around fitness, I think I've pretty much found a system that works for me yeah. consistently, no matter what I eat now. I can pretty much enjoy any food or any drink I want um, because I kind of have a level where I can just control yeah. how much I have. I understand that. I understand that the key is to eating whatever you want, but not all of what you want. Yeah. So yeah. kind of kind of thing. Unless yeah. it's the weekend sourdough. Oh my god. <laughs> We've got some amazing parmesan and black garlic sourdough. And I wanted to save it till next week, but it's not going to last until the end of today. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any highlights during your sort of fitness journey? Anything in particular that you've gone, wow, this was I think my highlights of my fitness journey aren't really based around um, goals in terms of things I've done. Yeah. I would say it's more to do with um, the people I've met in the last three years. Yeah. Um, those have been my highlights because I've met some wonderful people. Um, and my circle of friends is tiny, literally so tiny. Um, you know, I've got some friends, obviously, yourself and Jake, Alice, Charlotte on the East Coast. Um, I've got some friends in Staffordshire, a couple, and some friends down in Cornwall. And that is pretty much my group of people that I will maintain a level of contact with. Yeah. Um, so I can't remember where I was going with this. Where was I going with this? This is highlights for you. So for highlights, you, a highlight has been the people that you've met. Yeah. Through. People. So the people that I've met have all added, and uh, yourself included, have kind. Because I was quite brutal and sledgehammerish, I would say, three years ago uh, with people. Um, but I think, although it's really difficult for me, I'm trying to become a little bit more sensitive towards people's um, feelings. Uh, well, when where, we first when we first met, you never even spoke to me, did you? Like, all right. I mean, you, you were right. you were hung over as well. I'll give you that. But that obviously, was, over yeah. the last year, we both had something in common, and that was that we were both shielding. So it meant that we did actually support each other through um, through this last year because for both of us, being at home was the best option. And I do remember something that will live with me forever was the first time we could both go out for a walk. I think it was like six o'clock in the morning. It was super early, wasn't it? Well, um, and we were both aware that we needed to go out that early to make sure it was safe, just so that there weren't yeah. more people out there. Um, and we literally video called each other um, at that time in the morning because it was such a huge thing that after all these months, we were going to go out for a walk. And it was just the simplest thing that forever you take for granted before that just going out for a walk. And yet there we were. Um, I think we both probably saved a screenshot of our smiling yeah. faces as we chatted yeah. away to each other yeah. about, you know, and it was just this massive, massive thing. I think that's been one of the beauties of this last year is that we've had time to slow down um, and kind of connect more, haven't we? And so we have quite a strong bond um, 
based on and much more. I think one of the things I say about like relationships over the last year is they become more authentic as well. You feel like you can really be open and honest with people. You can be like yourself, and you're not trying to hide. We know you're an odd bod. <laughs> No, it's like, it's we put up with <laughs> it wouldn't have surprised any of us if you had had that foundation on today. <laughs> <laughs> oh Can I God. say? I'm I've I've not got a problem with that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like the it, like you say, the you know, it's, it's authentic, it's it, it's real, and I'm I can be completely honest with you guys, you know. We I'm, know you're friends with us for the dogs and not for us, you realise that. It's true. You're well aware. <laughs> I mean, the first time I met Zeus, he swallowed a wasp. He did. That's that right. was the first time I met Zeus. <laughs> yeah, you, you thought he was being rude, spitting his beer out. It turned out. Yeah. I, never, I never spit beer out. It's a waste. And yeah, the wasp. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my god. So yeah, for sure, you made an impact on people this last year. So have you got any plans ahead with your health and fitness? I know that you have been doing Couch to Five K over the last couple of yeah. months. Yeah. And that is so far out of my comfort zone. You wouldn't believe how hard it is for me with, with like, obviously, with the lung cancer and everything else and me having, like, less lung to run with and just sort of do cardiovascular work. It's just a massive mountain. But, yeah, I'm in week... I'm, I'm not going... I'm not running in week blocks, although I'm doing it in week blocks. But what I mean is I take my time. Yeah. So I do one, I get myself rested and I do run two and then run three. I mean, this week's been really hard. I've been running more than I've been walking and it's been absolutely brutal for me. Really has. I'm like, oh, I need, I need to stop. But I don't stop. I've got to keep going, got to keep going, got to keep going. And it, I'll get better at it. I won't be a Mo Farah. I won't be doing marathons in two hours. I know that. <laughs> I'd be ruddy shocked if you were. <laughs> But you know, I'll be I'll be better than I ever was at that kind of thing, and I think it's quite good that um, I've altered my goals because of lockdown, because of COVID. There's been so many positives come out of it for me, um, like the relationships with you guys, the relationship with you. I think the relationship with you has massively evolved. I would say probably more so in the last three months or so, twelve weeks. I mean, like. I can tell sometimes I just annoy the hell out of you for some of, some of the Yeah, but I'm I not do. afraid to tell you that. I think I think we can we can say like you and Jake are very similar as human beings in some of how you function neurologically. And therefore I am probably much more attuned to that stuff. So like when you do it, I'm like, oh, I ain't gonna kill him. Yeah, and just like, but because of the relationship I have with Jake, where if I don't communicate that I want to kill him because of that thing, I also have that with you um, as my friend. Because actually, it doesn't help you if I don't tell you that you're annoying the shit out of me. Yeah. And actually, that has changed our bond a bit more because you will come and talk to me about something you might not have before because you know you'll get an honest answer. And I think that's quite a precious thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like I said, I'm a, I'm a member texting you a while, a while back. I said, you know what? I, I'm, the, the main thing about friendships I've learned, like authentic ones, you have to be completely transparent. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, otherwise it doesn't really work that well. No. If you're transparent and you can accept that person's doing a knobby thing, but they'll be okay, I think that's... 
Yeah, and Alice and I have the same. Alice and I will be quite blunt with each other. And we both know there's nothing, no malice in it. We're just very honest with each other. Mm. But we also respect that each other have their lives and will make the decisions they want to. Um, but it's just being that open and honest with you, with your, you know, relationships. And Charlotte, you and I talk a lot. Um, Jake, I think we talk occasionally, don't we? Um, mm. But it is that authenticity <laughs> of relation. And it is something that does like my friendship with Alice and with yourself have both come out of fitness and obviously with MJ as well. And it's, it's such a huge part actually of many people's journeys is the community that they end up in as part of that. And the impact that then has on day-to-day -day life, because suddenly you have these new people who kind of get it and you, you, they add into the number of friends you have. It's amazing. Massively, absolutely. And I, you know, I love you all daily. I couldn't imagine my life without you guys. I really couldn't. Oh, don't you set me off again. That's really, it's very special. <laughs> it is. Special. It is. I mean, you know, for, for the for us lot in here, probably the majority of our memories from lockdown do involve mad stuff with each other on Zoom and all sorts. It's um, It's been quite the journey, hasn't it? Yeah, um, absolutely. And I look forward to it evolving further. You know, it's, it's good. Well, yeah, if you imagine this, this year has been in lockdown and then we get a whole new level to the, the friendship because we get to do stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the day Alice agrees to come and swimming in the sea with me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's when it's like 36 degrees outside. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> get some goose fat. Just get some goose fat, rub it on them. <laughs> Can you imagine me and Alice on the beach, me with a lump of goose fat? <laughs> Lathering her up, people will be like, What are you doing? Getting her ready to go in the sea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've asked everybody the question because obviously you took part in the I Am campaign as well and did a fantastic mm. post. So I have been asking the question at the end Who are you? Who is Zeus? Who is Zeus? I'm on. That's really that's a horrible a, question. It is a horrible question. I would say I'm um, a realist with a Propensity towards optimism um, is more me. And a lot of people will say realism is pessimism, but I don't think it is. I don't look at everything with a pessimistic view, but I do look at things with a realistic view and I try to look at things, how things could go right rather than how things could go wrong. I try to. I think we um, can, as your friends, we can say for you, it can be a bit different because you're being faced with something, you know, you are being faced with your mortality. Yeah, um, a well, lot of people aren't faced with that. So at times, realism actually doesn't mean positive stuff. It means having to realistically work through what that throws up for you, doesn't it? Absolutely. Like today, it's been an absolutely gorgeous day. And I've enjoyed every single um, bird song, every single dog that's come up to me. I've enjoyed it. Like, I've really, like, absorbed it. And if anything, if anything, I could, I could, give to anyone to like going forward is just just really absorb the moments that you can and try to find happiness in the moment you're in rather than the happiness that you think you're going to find by gaining a certain shoot uh, you know a size dress or a size trousers I think you are happiest if you if you make your moments happy it all adds up it really does it's it's mind-blowing and that's one thing I can take away from the cancer it makes you like happy about it small things yeah yeah it's so true um alice as jake is last um <laughs> hang on a second 
Um, so, I mean, I don't feel that you came fourth out of everyone because I think you put very good effort in. I just you. think, you know, some people are very theatrical in their performances and you are Alice. And the one thing I say to people about my friend Alice is she's very constant, like you know where you stand, everything <laughs> is as it is. And you brought that to your performance as well. So, um, you know, you're not in fourth place because you didn't do what the others did. It's just that you gave a solid straightforward performance on each thing um me in it yeah 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 it's just being alice (laughs) so great thing that is i know it's amazing um so first question for alice is alice what has been your health and fitness journey so my I kind of started when I got out of school, basically, and there was a little local gym. Um, I don't even know if it was legal for me to go in there because it was make, like mostly free weights and that sort of thing. But I just used to go in there because there was nothing else to do. Um, and I would spend hours in there, absolutely hours, um, mostly on the treadmill, to be fair, because didn't really understand what I was doing with the rest of it. Um, and then... I don't know, I kind of, because I never really understood energy balance, like Zeus was saying, and calories and all that sort of thing, I um, I always thought, oh, because I'm exercising loads, I can eat whatever I want. And I could to a point, um, but then I just found that I got bigger and bigger over the years. But actually, looking back, I wasn't even that big. So then I started going to... Um, some slimming clubs, some well-known slimming clubs. And um, and I really didn't need to. And it's quite sad now that I look back on where I was then to, do you know what I mean? Like I genuinely yes, I do, believe yeah. I was fat and, I was fat and I was made to believe that I was fat. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of messed around with those for a few years. Didn't really know what I was doing. Then started a bit of running. And then I've found out I've got like a weakness in one of the bones in my foot so I can run up to about I say can I could run up to about six miles and then this um bone in my foot would dislodge so running clearly isn't for me because that's it's painful training for a half marathon when you've got dodgy bone in your foot yeah yeah I mean we can get you to do a 10k that's six miles it'd be all right wouldn't it not now no um so then I kind of gave up on running and then more weight went on but it, because it went on slowly, I didn't realise how much I was putting on. Um, and then I, I came across this, um, like a weight loss programme um, that was all about, ca- you know, counting calories and training properly. And I learned a lot. And over the last year, I lost three and a half stone. But <laughs> but since then, I've put on two. But that's because I'm still learning. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm still, I got to a point I'm still trying to find out where I am. And my new challenge starts tomorrow. Yes. Always start on a Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Never before. So, yeah, so I start off, start off again tomorrow and um, just need to get myself back in the game and just take it a step at a time, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that's what I like about you, though. Like you've this year has been busy because you didn't stop working like everyone else. I'd like to take a moment to say that Alice works in, in um, medical research um, and didn't get a clap every Thursday night, but continued beavering away the whole year and working on things like COVID. So thank you, Alice, for your service this last year. 
I won't. Thank you. Thank you. We'll all give you a clap. Thanks, clap. Zeus is giving you a one-handed clap. <laughs> Very good impression of those birds he was hearing earlier. Um, <laughs> um, and so you have had a busy year and there's been a lot of change in your life as well. So you moved into your own place, you yeah. got a puppy, um, yeah. and it is that time of adjustment and sometimes being kind to yourself because, you know, taking care of your health and fitness isn't linear. Like you are going to go through times where you feel less motivated or you lose focus. And that's actually just normal life. Um, it's not common for people to be focused all the time. Um, and I think that's really important that you didn't just let go of it and go, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to take care of myself anymore. Life got a bit busy and got in the way. And when you were at a point where you could start to address that, you've gone, right, this is the time that I'm going to now do this. So you've talked there really. Oh, there's a dog. Just trying to keep Zeus's interest, I reckon. <laughs> it's one of his favourites as well, so that should do it. Um, yeah. Everybody meet Woolfox. Um, if, you're if you're listening to this, not hearing it, a really annoying dog just popped up. Oh, look, he's waving. He's not annoying. He's not annoying. <laughs> Small, but really loud. Um, proper hench. He is like very butch little dog, isn't he? I reckon he could bench press his own body weight. I reckon he could. So you talked there, obviously, about your health and fitness journey and what you've struggled with, really. Um, has there been a highlight for you in, in this, you know, in all of this? Um, I mean, I've managed to do a lot over my time. Like um, Charlotte was saying, I've done, I did the Yorkshire Three Peaks. That was massive. Um, I've done, well, I did two of the, the big three. So I've done Ben Nevis and Snowden. Um, and I did Snowden on my 30th birthday. That was pretty cool. Um, and then once I started in this last year, um, I remember getting my um, personal best on a deadlift. Now, there was no one else in the gym at the time. I'd got one of the instructors in there that I, I always thank him for it because I wouldn't have done it if it had he not have been there. Like I, I was going to stop. I'd already beaten my personal best, but I just wanted to keep going. And had he not have been there, I wouldn't have done it. And I just remember literally dancing around the gym like this because I'd done it. Like I almost cried. I felt so emotional over it. Yeah. Which is nuts because it's just picking a weight up off the floor, isn't it? That's all no, because it it's an achievement. <laughs> you should feel emotional about it because it's a big achievement for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Those have all been really good parts. And then obviously this last year, like Zeus was saying, meeting you guys and. Um, all the doggos and then getting my house and getting my puppy who's currently chewing stuff so I apologize if I can't actually hear her I was going to say she's not actually picked up a bottle I mean, to do this time not a it's not a squeaky toy but there's plenty of them about but she's <laughs> like the new toy basket obviously looks very tasty so oh yeah I hear her that's good <laughs> I was waiting for a plastic bottle because that's what she usually does with you oh no I, yeah I got them <laughs> So what's next for you? Have you, You've mentioned that you're starting a new challenge tomorrow to get yourself back on track. Um, have you got any targets this year that you're going to aim for? Will you be joining us in Back Garden Bond Power in May? I suppose I better, really. You should, really, yes, yeah, for sure. Should. Um, I haven't really thought about... I try not to think about the year too far in advance. Like, I try and take it in little steps because I find if I look way ahead and be like, oh, I want to lose... Um, three stone to get back or two stone back to where it was before that's a really long way off so I'm just going to look at it like even just get through a day at a time yeah okay. and just do it that way and just like make my goals like that so, so long -term goals, not really 
They're there, obviously, but I'm trying not to focus on them too much. That's really important right now. Short term is the best thing for everybody because we don't know what the long term holds. So I think that's very important that you're doing that. And that final horrible question that everybody hates so much. Who is Alice? (laughs) I am stronger than I realise. Mentally and physically, I think. Uh, I am... Oh, I'm pretty funny, to be fair. You are, yeah. Jake wouldn't agree. No, there you go. But I am pretty funny. <laughs> um, and I'm an awesome dog mum. You are. And an awesome dog auntie as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're also quite an awesome human, just in general. <laughs> I'm all right, yeah. Like um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right, really. I don't be like supportive to people as well because this year has been a tough old year for everyone but because I have I think I have done all right through it because like you say I have been working throughout the whole thing I've still had that routine and like I know I think possibly each and every one of you apart from Jake because he just sends me get fucked on um text message um I think I have checked (laughs) in on you at some point throughout lockdown just to make sure that actually you are right and, and I know that you guys do it for me as well, so I shouldn't not, do you know what I mean? I just like to be supportive. No, well, like I say, you are, when I talk about you, I do say she's like constant, you are Alice. There is no like fluctuation of how you are. Alice is this solid state of person who will check in on you, you know, and make you laugh um, and just, you know, is a good good person. <laughs> it, was, it was when you messaged me, Alice, and you were like, Oh, I hope you don't lose your taste and smell like <laughs> my friend does. I was like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, supportive, I, isn't I she? try and be supportive. It doesn't mean I'm any good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but do you know what? That, that made me laugh. So that cheered me up even more. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, she, she did after she sent it message me and go, Oh, I don't know if I should have said this a little bit differently because the way I've said it sounds like I'm trying to say this is going to be the worst thing ever. <laughs> but I'm sure she won't take it, no, it's fine. It was fine. <laughs> so that leads me on to the final contestant, bottom of the class, definitely the class clown. Um, what is that noise? That was Will Fox. Sorry oh. about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not helpful. We've managed this whole run without any sudden noise in the background, and you've got the dog growling. Um, obviously, I've known you for a while. Um, but um, so if you could answer this as if you don't know me, that'd be really helpful. I'm just saying that because knowing you, you'll look at me to answer it, and I'm not doing it. So. <laughs> We all know what it's like. Well, to, to be fair, you usually answer it when I don't want you to answer it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'd like to just... <laughs> anyone who's listening and not watching, Jake has just had a big cocker spaniel walk across him. Um, hence the funny noise there. Helpful, buddy. Very helpful. Um, what has your journey been with health and fitness? Um. Well, when I was... Oh, sorry. It's ridiculous. Go away. Stop it. (laughs) Oh, dear God. Okay, so your health and fitness journey. Yeah, so I've always been fairly fit. Um, I I suppose when I was younger at school or primary school, 
I was a little bit dense, I think. Um, or I, I got put into Marid, uh, what are they called, remedial classes and stuff like that. So I never had a great understanding of, uh, well, I never thought I was particularly good at anything really. So when sports came along and I could actually do stuff like run rel relatively quickly um, and I could play football and do stuff, I um, I thought, oh, this is good. I'll, I'll just get on and do that because I'm actually quite good at that. So um, childhood turned into teenage years. I always played football. I was pretty good at it. Um, and most sports that I picked up on. Um, but then... Um, then I moved into my, my twenties and I think, um, I, I did it more to keep fit because I was worried, um, that this sounds really harsh actually, but my, um, my brother was, um, when, when we were young, he was a, a beam pole. He was, um, very, um, very thin. And then all of a sudden he put on lots and lots of weight and then, um, paranoia struck thinking well we've got the same genes we've got the the same sort of all that kind of stuff so I ended up thinking oh can't can't do that don't want to do that so I ended up um, doing sport and continuing through playing football which by the end of it I really did not like um, I was getting more and more I don't know why I was doing it um, so then I stopped and then um then I um, then I had to figure out what the hell to do next, and so I ended up running. And running was probably a, uh, my saviour because I didn't do it for any particular reason other than um, it helped me in a lunch hour to get out and actually, um, I know, well get fit, but also um, um, blow off steam from whether I was doing loads of work or whatever was going on in my life was causing me. I could just go out blast a half an hour and you'd come back feeling better. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then that's been carrying on for the last, well, years. I've been in Jaffa running clubs, uh, and and I've always um, needed some kind of goal um, to, to carry on and doing stuff. So I suppose um, with lockdown now that I've kind of run the ground, as in I haven't really done much because I've just got no reason to do it. And and there's a lot of um, battles going on in the head to suggest that well you should be doing something, and it's just it's just getting the willpower off to do it because there's also loads of other stuff going on in life and sometimes fitness doesn't always sort of hit the priority. So yeah, I'm kind of roughly there at the moment. And so you mentioned sort of you've struggled during lockdown because you haven't got that goal to work towards yeah. um, and you struggled I mean I remember you didn't give football up until you were in your early 30s though so it was still quite late on to be playing football yeah um, yeah no but you say you struggled there with kind of finding a new focus and I remember you took up a lot of other sports um so you'd be doing squash badminton tennis then you'd go off and do some mad bastard cycling thing you cycled across the Pyrene Pyrenees Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was fun. <laughs> so although you say, like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing, you ended up doing an awful lot. I remember there were days you would cycle into work, you'd go for a run on your lunch break, you would cycle home from work, and then you would go and play tennis in the evening. 
Do you think that was because like your focus was you couldn't you you like didn't want to be any bigger or you felt you had to be doing more because you weren't playing regular matches or um I just realized I had agreed to do some of these things um so I ended up <laughs> I ended up carrying on I remember going out to a um I went to a Christmas do um many years ago and realized I'd agreed to play squash um, on the same night. So I ended up on my bike, not too um, good with alcohol inside me, turning up to play squash, um, getting rather angry and violent. God knows what was going on in my head. Um, and then I cycled back to the pub. So, yeah, it was a, it was a bit idiotic. Do so so your attitude to sport is a bit different to most then, really? Well, yeah, yeah, I think most people would go and play squash with a few pints in them. No, okay. Probably not. not. <laughs> Even Zeus is pulling a face. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, but I'll tell you what, I like the commitment to both things, though. Like he said, he was going to do both, so he made sure he did them. Yeah, I mean, now we know Jake isn't going to let us down. Um, <laughs> you know. I, I wouldn't expect anything different from Jake. No, I mean, if you're ever going to invite him to anything... And you hope he's in the number of people who aren't going to turn up. And that's why you've invited him. You now know that's not a good idea. Well, you just, <laughs> you just need to, up. you just need to tell me not to turn up. It's, it's quite easy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think, um, I think my mind is probably slightly different because of um, having Asperger's and and stuff like that. So I do, I probably do have a slightly different spin on life. Um, than others would um all right okay i saw that <laughs> so, so um yeah. i love the fact that i pulled a face as if to say whatever and zeus just looks really proud of you <laughs> oh <laughs> so uh, so emotionally i'm not i'm not i i don't necessarily see when i've done something really good in sport or whatever i just see it oh i did that so um so like when I go and do a run a race and bon, and I'll turn around and say I probably could have done that better it's oh, it's, so angry it's, it's 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 not because it didn't hurt while I was doing it oh it really does it's just that I come back and then I think oh if I'd only done this that possibly that I could have done it quicker or or better so it's a bit weird but yeah that's just who I am You've had some pretty awesome sporting experiences over the years, haven't you? You've done some pretty cool stuff. You played football against England under-21s? Or what was the England under-21s you did? That's a long time ago. Can you remember? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. When you played at Portman Road. Oh, no, that was um, that was sixth form. That was in the... Um, we got into the final of the whatever it was, and we played at Portman Road. When when we say we played, I I sat and got rather frustrated on the substitute bench. So I did have a kick about before. It was quite good, really nice pitch. Then I went for a meal when we'd all lost and everyone was miserable. But I thought, ah, well, I didn't do anything. So yeah, this is great. It's not my fault. <laughs> so team sports probably not a good idea for you either because uh, you don't feel the same as the rest of the team. Um. I do. I do occasionally feel that um, I get aggressive, potentially 
motivated. I think those of us who competed yeah. with you um, or against you last year in a little back garden strength competition we had when that was allowed um, would say most definitely the video of you doing the box jumps um, and also lifting that D ball. Um, we would say you were heavily competitive that day, would we not? No, 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 I wasn't competitive. Was. I, was was. Do, I was he doing was. what you did. We said we were going to do. Let's be honest. You're the kind of man who doesn't let small children win at board games. What's the point of that? <laughs> God. But you've also, like we mentioned, the Pyrenees. You cycled over the Pyrenees back in 2001. If you say so. I remember doing that, though. So yes. that's probably a good thing. Um, and you do like to challenge yourself a bit. So do you think that's really impacted kind of this last year where you haven't been able mm. to challenge yourself? Um, yeah, it's yeah. been it's been a lot tougher. I, I mean, I was going to do the London Marathon um, when it kicked off and that didn't happen. And I was I was really into that. I was doing many, many runs a week and it just all fell fell apart from there on in because, um, yeah, there's no there was nothing to go for. And then I started doing some of the weights because you were doing it and though that was that was good i i can't see a purpose to it so like you're competing or you you should be or will be at some point in the future um i as i'm not going to be doing that i i i can't see the benefit of it um or not that sounds harsher than i meant it to be but um yeah i just i yeah it's got to have a reason to do it other than not just to be fitter but I think a lot of people fall into that trap because we don't we don't tend to talk much about how if we take care of our health and fitness now we'll reap the rewards when we're much older mm. um, yeah. and I think that's a trap a lot of people fall into is well I'm, I'm all right for now so why do I need to do it now well yeah. I personally want to be able to be up to mischief when I'm 90 so mm. I better keep moving I've, <laughs> I, I've spent the, the, I think the problem I have is I've spent the last 40 odd years doing that always making sure that I'm fit healthy regardless even if I'm not enjoying it and and it gets to a point in life where what Zeus was saying you, you've got to appreciate things and I think if I'm not I'm doing something that making me feel miserable and I don't realize I don't understand why I'm doing it anymore because I go for walks I keep fit not as fit as I was from running and stuff but if I'm not enjoying it why the hell am I doing it and um and that's cool and if I have a purpose as well that will also help yeah and um, what has been the highlight of sport for you or health and fitness what has been something that's been a highlight um... you can say your relationship with me that's fine well, that was that was obviously where I went straight away in my head. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. Don't think about your relationship with me. You'll start crying. What has been a highlight of like health, fitness, things you've done? What is? If um, I think is... I think um, I did. I suppose there's lots of things I've done, but I think I think the one I did was uh, which many people have done now, but run a marathon. It was it again i came came out of that thinking i probably could have done that better but um but hey but no i've it was something that was was um impressive to to be in part of because there's so many people i'm running it there's so many people watching um and it's a it it's a big event and it it was good just to be somewhere in the middle of it 
you know, and really enjoyed that. So that's why I was going to do London Marathon, which is which I've now postponed until 2022, which seems quite a way away. But I guess that will fly by, actually. So, yeah. Well, maybe you'll have to get Zeus to join you. It won't be a two hour marathon, but, you know. I'm not coming back for him. (laughs) (laughs) No, what you could do is, what you could do is you could dress all in green. Zeus could wear that brown jacket he's got on now and he could go on your back and then you could do it with him on your back. And when people say, who's that on the back? He goes, Michelle, I'm a tortoise. We just have to get Zeus to change his name to (laughs) Michelle. Be fine. We've got it all sorted. Excellent. There's your fitness goal for 2021. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm not sure I can hold on to Jake for 26 miles, though. We could get you an extra big baby carrier. They must have them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many jokes. Yeah. You're doing well. You're doing ever so well. <laughs> and so in terms of what's next, obviously we know you've got London Marathon next year. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else that you feel you're going to set your sights on for this year? I'm um, you and I did Tough Mudder together five years ago. Yeah. I reckon like if they open up for October, we should definitely do it again. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's good fun. I, I, I think more... Um, I do want to, it seems odd now I've said I didn't like football, but I, I really did enjoy five-a-side football. So if I do get out and everyone gets out, I would probably like to go and do that. That That's something that I, I think I remember you always coming to watch me at five-a-side football as I fell over. and um, You were so dramatic. Oh, I was good. God. Can I come and watch when you do? Because I just want to see you fall over a lot. Honestly, he's so dramatic. But also, five-a-side football is really violent. Yes. It is. Massively oh, so. <laughs> yeah. I nearly got... That's the closest I've been to being threatened and potentially hurt by someone losing their temper with me. That was, that was quite worrying. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Many, many years ago at Henley Cricket Centre. I think that's now housing. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice um, concrete floor. Oh. So, outside of all of this and everything else, who is Jake? Um, I am probably, uh, um, probably mildly confused um, in, in general terms. <laughs> Are you mildly confused or mildly confusing? Both, funnily enough. <laughs> um, it's um, I, I think I've I've been going through a lot um, of of trying to slightly change um, with um, like I say with not just doing sport because or fitness because I, I I'm starting to realise there's dare I say a little bit more to life um, than my very um, very narrow um, um, vision that I've, I've, I've had, which, um, which has been all about worrying about potentially money, worrying about lots of stuff um, that probably overshadowed life in general. So I am evolving, I think. I, am, I know I'm old before anyone says it. You're not as old as Zeus, though, so we weren't going to no. say it. No, you're not when as old When he as said you. that when he was 18, he did some, um, what did you say, weightlifting or something? Mm. I was thinking to myself, Ruddy, hell, that's nearly 30 years ago. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. And I'm at that age now when Jake's talking about falling. I'm like, I'm at that age now. Like when you're younger, you fall over, don't you? But when you're like my age, people describe it as, oh, he's had a fall. Had a fall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not actually old, Jake, because we're not saying that about you yet. Yeah. Not yet. Soon. But no, I'm I, I think I'm I'm evolving trying to understand that life is is definitely more about living than the the worry that I have spent a high proportion of my life doing. Which is mental, isn't it? Mental yeah, it's oh, sorry. I think God. that was really highlighted. So obviously we mentioned earlier that Charlotte, we've known Charlotte for quite some time. And I remember Charlotte was one of the first people to come and visit in the back garden when we could, well, Alice was one of the very first. Charlotte, you were a couple of days later, I think, where we could finally see other people for a bit in the summer. And I remember going to the toilet. And then when I came back, Charlotte said to me, Jake, all right. And I was like, what's wrong? And she went, he was really chatty and he stayed and talked to me. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, <laughs> because Jake of old would have just like left Charlotte to it. That was really and nice though. But Jake, yeah, Jake, you were always like really socially awkward and you didn't really know what to say. So when you were like, oh, how's things? How's lockdown? How have you done this? I was like, oh, wow, Jake yeah. can talk. <laughs> and, and for me, like nice. after all these years of like, um, like because I'm not, I'm not an extrovert in any way I am quite a quiet person although people would struggle to to understand that if they've seen me on social media and stuff it's just that I'm passionate about what I talk about but people who will know me will know that actually I do quite like to have a quiet time but for many years kind of as the one in the relationship who was the one that everybody would talk to or start to make the friendship with to watch Jake come out of his shell in this last year has been quite amazing because like you've become really close friends with Zeus which you would never have done before and you two obviously have a bond because you're both annoying confusing individuals yeah, we, both, and we both like beer and cheese you both like beer not cheese <laughs> <laughs> you both like beer and cheese and even with Alice like those are things that you would never have done before so it's been fantastic to watch how being stuck at home has, has caused you to kind of because particularly yeah, to be social, and particularly after your diagnosis. So you, I, you probably don't mind me saying, I think you won't mind me saying, you were only diagnosed as having Asperger's, what, four, five years ago, four years ago? Nearly five years ago. Um, yes, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. So, and like, it took you a long time to understand and accept that process. And I remember the psychiatrist saying in the thing, you will go through the, the five stages of grief, you know, the, the whole thing and you were like no I won't I, you know I've been diagnosed that's it and I remember you really have done haven't you and kind of gone through that process of understanding what it meant to you I mm. mean um, it's really nice to see you push yourself more because you understand more how you function I think that's been really nice it's been hard for you <laughs> 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 No, I've 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 gone through loads of um, almost taking on some of the some of the attributes of Asperger's and and stuff. I don't know why. It, it, maybe it was it was thinking I can use this now as an excuse to get out of things, um, which unfortunately it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it doesn't let you do that when you're stubborn wife. <laughs> But no, it's yeah, it's been um, quite a thing to watch you kind of 
evolve like you say and just become more of who you you know I've known you all these years we've literally grown up together from I was 18 you were 19 and I remember how sociable you were back then um you know and and how much more out of your shell you were and so that, they were still <laughs> being sociable with people I knew I'm, I'm still very awkward um around people yeah, you should you should <laughs> you stick me in the middle of a group of people talking and oh god i i wouldn't know what to say i have a stock um about five questions i can ask people and then i run out of things to say it's really annoying well i would like to thank you all again um obviously mj's had to leave us because he's a busy busy lad but um, thank you all again for taking part in the first ever um, Bleep Fitness Test and for embracing it as you did. I could not have expected at the start that I would have um, the videos for the challenges that you gave me. Um, they will stick with me forever. <laughs> I think, um, and with a lot of other people, um, I think I've got to pay for a lot of therapy for the ones who watch Jake's push-up video or sit-up video. Um, at least you're but- admitting it's a push-up. Sit up. I said the wrong word. It wasn't a push up. It was the sit up video. I need to post therapy. Oh, really? Yeah, the press ups. Nobody cared because you just laid on the floor eating biscuits. No, I pushed. (laughs) Did Did I win then? No, did not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But thank you because you guys agreeing to do it kind of has paved the way for other poor, unsuspecting people to put their. ass on the line and like we said earlier on you will all now get to choose tasks for them as they did for you guys so um, enjoy that when they pop up on my stories I feel like there should be burpees in this one yeah you got away with them in the last one you did get away with them yeah Yeah. burpees definitely allowed can can we all go for keto just all five of us (laughs) just just so some poor suffering bastards will really we really suffer, I think. Uh, you have to be. You have to be. You can. You can measure on screen at the time. The keto, yeah, you can't mm. measure keto, and I don't really. I don't really class that as fitness. No, nor do I. Um, but so uh, no. <laughs> um, and as I said earlier on, I will um, allow each of you to set me um, your own bleep fitness test for me to do, which I will mm. then record. And I will put out on social media. Please be kind to me. Um, (laughs) um, So I will look forward to doing that. But thank you all for agreeing to join me today. It's been fantastic to talk to you all and hear a bit more about your journeys. And the five of us, well, six, including MJ, hadn't really got to spend any time together in quite a while. So it's been nice to all be together. Thank you to everybody who's tuned in and listened today. I will now play on the recording that funky music that I know got into so many people's heads from the bleep fitness test um if you're really lucky I have decided to put the whole song at the end because I know a few people found it very funky so enjoy that and we will catch up with you with the next lot of contestants at the end of the next episode (laughs) 